everybody and welcome to the Maya Minds podcast. I'm your host George and here at Maya Minds we want to demystify mental health and make sharing mainstream within the exercising and sporting community. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so um, hello everybody. I haven't done a podcast in a long while and today's one's going to be a bit different to normal. Uh, normally I'd have a guest on obviously and we'd be talking about their personal experiences, their um, expertise, you know, different thoughts, feelings, whatever. Um, but today I want to talk about me um, and talk about what I've been doing. So those of you who uh, follow my minds on social media and etc or just know me personally will know that I haven't been doing anything for a while <laughs> um, there hasn't been any posts there hasn't been any podcasts there hasn't been anything over Christmas slash New Year um, this will be the first thing that kind of um, I suppose comes out uh, from my minds for a long while and first of all I just want to apologize for not doing anything um, I know that some people get a lot from my minds and it helps them with their day-to-day and i apologize that we haven't been there um or i haven't been there um but basically what what has happened is uh, my mental health just taken kind of turn for a worse um and it's doing it is doing better now uh, i'll get into it more as, as we go on but uh, first of all, I just want to thank everyone who sent messages asking how I was or um you know when i replied saying that i wasn't very well um you know, they, they said not to worry about it and wish me well. And or, you know, every, everyone out there who's done that, you know who you are. So thank you. Um, and thank you for everyone just for being patient, I guess, and not <laughs> kicking off at me, um, those of you who do enjoy the content. Um, so, yeah, basically, yeah, I just want to do this podcast to talk about what's been happening. I will be booking on more people for podcasting. So if you're, listen, if you're listening here and you're one of the people who I've spoken about doing a podcast with and we haven't done one because, you know, because I've been in, in such a crappy place, um, please uh, just hang fire for a little while. Uh, should be <clears throat> booking people in soon. Uh, I'm trying to take my time because my anxiety kind of um, flares up if I start planning loads of stuff. And if I see loads of stuff in the future, I start panicking about it, uh, especially when I'm not in a good place. So I'm going to do them kind of one at a time. Uh, so please just be patient. I will get over to you. So, um, yeah, I might as well get started. Um, this might be a really boring and kind of depressing podcast to listen to. So I apologize. Also, I probably said this at the start, but a bit of a trigger warning. Cause I, I do talk about some, I'm probably going to talk about some dark stuff. I've got a little notepad in front of me and some of it is a bit dodgy, <laughs> not dodgy, dodgy is the wrong word. Sorry. Um, you know, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, just, you know, if you're not in a good place, maybe think about listening to this or you no know, contemplate, maybe not, or you know, you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, so, um, basically what happened uh it started off when i first finished university um a lot of you who listen to the podcast probably know that i did my master's degree at loughborough uh, and i finished in september uh sent off a master's degree and you know did all that malarkey um it's funny i actually um i finished my master's degree i sent it off and i didn't tell anyone um and even my, my girlfriend and my family didn't know for like three days or something because i just didn't um think it was that big of a deal well it is a big deal i know it's a big deal if other people tell me they've done a master's degree i do think it's a big deal but um i have a big issue with not um celebrating my own achievements and when actually as i'm sat here in my bedroom right now my parents have recently um after hearing me talk about the fact that i i don't celebrate my own achievements enough and they very kindly put my uh, master's degree and my undergraduate degree in frames for me 
Um, so I've currently got them looking at me, <laughs> which has actually been a really big help. Uh, so there's a good tip from this podcast, you know, appreciate what you've done um, you know, make a big deal out of your own achievements if you don't, because you deserve to, you would, you would do with anyone else. So why don't you with yourself? You definitely should do. Um, but yeah, so I finished my degree. Um, long story short, I didn't get the mark I wanted. Um, I failed one of the modules um, in my master's degree. And basically with the master's degree, you can defer one of the modules. So I deferred the module that I failed um, because my reset was in the middle of a really busy time for me um, doing stuff for my months where I was delivering these seminars to people at Nottingham University about exercise and mental health. And it was a huge opportunity for me. And there was no way I could take on the pressure of doing both um, because they were both very time constrained i guess to say um and i figured dropping that module and only being able to get a pass you know it's the lowest mark you can get basically um but just you know you still have your master's degree um as opposed to resetting it and you know possibly getting the mark above getting the merit meant so little compared to the experience i would get and the people i would meet and you know the, the opportunities that would come from delivering those presentations so i figured um, I would go with that option. Um, but obviously, you know, when you put all that effort into a degree and then, you know, one dodgy exam messes you up and drags your marks down, um, it's hard. And I was definitely very hard on myself, you know, just seeing, seeing that mark, um, you know, actually I my percentage overall percentage, my other grades were good enough to actually drag it up to what would have been a merit anyway. Um, but because of the, the missed, um, module, I just, I just get a pass. Um, so, you know, that was quite difficult for me. Um, and you know, it sounds like kind of, you know, world's smallest violin, like, like, oh no, you only got, you only just, you only got a master's degree, like poor you. But uh, yeah, for someone who I ha I just, I hold myself up to these stupid standards that are ridiculous. And, um, you know, if there's one thing I can say, you know, don't apologize for your own mental health issues. If you, if you got, just got a PhD and you're upset about the fact that it took you extra long to get it or, or, you know, you, you didn't get it first time or whatever. Um, and you're upset about that. Don't apologize. You're, if you feel shitty then you feel shitty. Um, you know, I think I've said in a video before, um, and this might not be all correct, but you know, sadness is sadness. You could be a billionaire and, you know, you lose your favorite yacht. Um, or you could be someone who is struggling for money and struggling to, you know, get food or whatever. You know, if you're just, if you're miserable, you're miserable. It doesn't, there's no, um, measurement of sadness i suppose well there is a you know, you know what i mean like it, you're not less than because you've got more um you know if you are sad and you're feeling seriously depressed and down do seek help for it do talk about it you know you're not if people tell you your sadness isn't worthy then they're wrong um anyway moving on <laughs> there's probably going to be a lot of that i put a little um like i said a little list of things to talk about below me um to try and keep myself on track so I don't, this doesn't go on for an hour i'm hoping to keep it down to half an hour or 45 minutes but i doubt it'll happen or maybe well we'll, we'll see uh, anyway so i'm going to move on um so yeah so finished uni was diff disappointed with my mark um so uh yeah I, I started applying for jobs obviously finished university um i actually started applying for phds because phd is what i want to do um but i was unsuccessful um my girlfriend was living with me during the you i'm in the uk so during the lockdown, I know we have listeners from kind of all over the place. So just, yeah, I'm just in case you don't know <laughs> from the accent, I'm in the UK. Um, and my girlfriend was living with me during one of the lockdowns. I think it was actually the tier system part, um, but we were in like a high tier. Uh, so we weren't likely the house and mixed household. So she came and lived with me instead for a bit. Um, and we were both applying for jobs. 
and um she got the like the second job she applied for um which you know i i i'm not surprised because she's just incredibly smart and successful and wonderful in, in every way um i suppose i'm biased but you know um you know she did she did amazing I did the interview smashed it did got this job straight away um and i'd apply i've been applying for 30 40 50 jobs and i've had like three interviews or something um and obviously didn't get any of them i got really close with a phd uh, looking at um overeating but uh, i got the interview and they said i did really well but someone else had more experience um working in the nhs or something like that so i missed out because of that or something like that um and the other one uh, was a research job that i was really excited for like like stupidly excited for um and it was my first research job that i'd applied for um and uh, i thought that all the questions in the interview would be about the research and about the science and the understanding of the literature and so i nerded up massively on all this research i knew so much about that these different the aspects of what the job was going to be about and my own opinions of them and, and how they intertwine and all this i understood it all like really well and i came to the job interview and they just asked me like <laughs> the classic job questions of um you know like like how do you work in a team uh how how's your goal set in like give me an example of when you've managed to team well so i just not what i expected at all and it honestly just completely threw me um and it was probably the worst job interview in my life because i just kind of sat there gormless and just panicking and i remember i was sweating and oh it was awful um so obviously i didn't get that job <laughs> um they gave me some really nice feedback but um you know I, I didn't really blame them for not giving me that but but that was kind of like a dream job um and i royally cocked it up so to speak so obviously you know my partner was who I'm really close, this person really close to me, um, just, you know, s seemingly just whizzed through it and just got this job, smashed it in, you know, did it. Um, whereas I've been, I was struggling for, you know, however long, um, and still being unsuccessful. Um, so I was, I, I just, I was in a really crappy place. Um, I would think I was still doing my minds at this, this stage, but, um, you know, it wasn't, um, it was so it was it was starting to become something that was giving me more stress because i was so i felt so kind of bad about myself and crap about myself and you know no one wants me to work for them and you know no one's you know taking me on even when i get interviews people aren't taking me on and you know i just started to kind of second guess myself so even my mind became a problem for me which is something i'm which you know it's a scary thing for me and what i what was scary for me and um, was something that i'm so passionate about and you know in in love with like i love doing my mind i love the community i love talking about this stuff i love spreading awareness for it you know and it became it started to become like a chore um which is one of the reasons why i stopped because you know i didn't think i could put my all into it when i felt that way so i started seeing a counselor um and for those of you who have done counseling before those of you who haven't um a common kind of saying in counseling is that it gets worse before it gets better and it, that was definitely the case for me um you know, they, obviously not, not the counselor's fault, you know, counselors basically, um, what my counselor does is sits there and asks me questions about things that I've said. So I'll say something and he'll say, uh, Oh, how does that make you feel? Oh, does that link to what you said before? Does this, well, and so they don't really do anything, but, um, just bringing up those, those past issues can cause some issues. And, um, I got into a really dark place, uh, where there was, there was moments where I, um, started I, I never really did it but i was moving towards kind of self-harm um i'm not going to go into details because um 
you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to upset anyone or anything. Um, and I don't want to cry on the podcast. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with crying, but I feel like it's not a nice thing to listen to. Um, so if I do, I'll probably cut it out just for you guys. Um, so yeah, I started kind of moving towards, um, different methods of self harm. Um, and, uh, that was a yeah difficult thing because I've never done that before. Uh, I've, I've I've had my eating disorder, and I suppose you could say that some of the like bulimic tendencies and um, overeating could maybe fill that void or a similar void of self harm. You know, doing this thing to punish myself. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, I started doing that, um, and that yeah, so that was that was really hard. That's something I've not done before. Um, but the count eventually the um, counseling did start to help me. Um, you know, it was, uh, I was in this kind of really, you know, kind of suicidal, um, place and, you know, really just not doing great at all. Um, but yeah, I did start to come, come good. Uh, just, just for the record, you know, you'll hear it later on in the, in the podcast, but, um, you know, it's not all going to be doing gloom. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my, my kind of tips for counseling, cause I think a lot of the time I, I hear people, you know, it's, it's got a bit of a mixed reputation counseling. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Um, I think, often the reason people don't like counseling or don't respect it is because they um, misinterpret what it's supposed to be or what, what the idea of it is. Um, I think a counselor isn't supposed to give you the, give you the, the, the fix. They're not supposed to tell you this is what you do. And then you're sorted. A counselor is basically just there for you to, to talk um, to take away all those kind of societal pressures and, and worries that someone's going to think you're crazy or weird or wrong for for saying stuff you know like when i'm on this podcast eat like now i'm i try and be as honest as i possibly can and and you know because I, I don't i don't want any of that you know that classic bullshit and conversation where you, you know everyone just pretends they're okay and is and fine and nothing's bothering them and everyone's okay because like, i want this to be a podcast where people can you know get raw emotions and real emotions but even still i'm nowhere near as honest on here as i am with my counselor um you know quite rightly so um you know, it, it's important that you try and strip back the face that you put on for people um, and try to just be as honest as you can. I, I, it's something that I always do. Obviously, now um, my counselling is, is done over Zoom because of the, the lockdown. Um, and it has been, the whole, my whole counselling has been over Zoom because of um, the tier system and whatnot. Um, one tip that I do is I look away from my counselor when I'm speaking um, so that I don't kind of see their face because it kind of puts me off and makes me start to try and put on some kind of display in some way or, you know, I start thinking, oh, I shouldn't say that in case he reacts weird or something. So I just look away. I look away from the screen. I look up um, above my head and just let my mouth just do the talking, let <laughs> just like unload whatever it is in my brain. Um, and I, I recommend you try and do that and just release it all um and, and oft, often what happens is you start to fill in the blanks yourself and you start to realize that you know oh yeah when when i'm with people i don't i don't talk about this thing that i've just mentioned or you know i've never realized that this thing is affecting me this much or i've never realized that um you know when i say that it makes me feel uncomfortable why does why is that the case blah, blah, blah. and then you know you carry on and eventually you come across these kind of epiphanies and, and moments where you realize things and and that can that can really help you um so moving on um the oh that's my dog and that means someone's at the door. <laughs> um, my dog's called Millie, by the way, for people, for the listeners at home who want to know. She is a cavapoo. She's kind of like a golden colour. She is literally like the embodiment of a teddy bear. She's beautiful. Um, anyway, sadness. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, lockdown um, meant that I couldn't see my girlfriend um, when she kind of, when, she, when she'd moved out. And um, and then eventually she moved away for a new job. And obviously that's been... Uh, 
very difficult you know spending so much time with someone and you know, someone you're so close with and um you know obviously that has that has an impact as well um you know she has been wonderful um and she is so supportive and, and amazing in, in every way like i've said previously um, but obviously not ha- having her physically there and and you know to a point there's that kind of um again i'm trying to be as honest as i can i'm almost a bit jealous of her because um you know she's moved this this place and you know i obviously moving to a new place is hard too because you've got to make new friends and things and i'm not trying to say that you know i think it's all rainbows and butterflies for her um but you know i'm kind of jealous of the you know the new job you know new people around her um you know whereas i'm just at home still you know doing the same thing i've always been doing or doing less than because i haven't got a job or, or whatever you know um you know there there is part of this, so to dealing with that jealousy whilst also missing her and you know it's it's a difficult thing to kind of entangle and you know i'm just as honest with her as i can be and and she's honest with me as she can be as well um so there's some relationship advice <laughs> i'm definitely not the one for relationship advice but there you go that's, that's the best i can do um so yeah so that's been difficult too um moving on to some of the positives now so i, I haven't i haven't spent too long i think it's going to be around 30 minutes maybe this this podcast so um hopefully you guys haven't been bored too much um uh, i might do another one if people respond to this well and say they want to do one so if you hear if you got to this point and you want me to do another one drop me a message if no one messages me then i'll take that as a nope <laughs> so i won't do this I'll, I'll carry on with just um getting some interviews in um so yeah so what's happening now so things are starting to move up as i said my counseling has helped um i have been seeing him for a few months now and i've started to make some kind of um those like epiphany moments where you know you start to figure stuff out and things start to click and you're like oh so all this stuff i've been talking about for the last two months has been bullshit because actually i think this or you know there's all these it's 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 a weird moment but it's a great moment because um even ones even epiphanies that you have when you're counseling that are quite depressing or upsetting or um whatever it is you now know that you're in a place to start fixing that or to start looking at it and and you know morphing it in a new way because you understand it now you know it's a classic you know the 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 first step towards fixing a problem is is well admitting the problem and and understanding what the problem is and um, so once you understand it and you have that epiphany then you can start talking to your counselor about it more and you can start to figure it out so i've started having those moments and it's been great um i'm still don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not just fixed i'm not saying it's just a fix all i'm not i'm not great now uh, like i said at the start i'm still quite kind of fragile um <clears throat> but yeah so I've, I've started some stuff um i managed to get some work uh, doing different things I won't, I won't bore you all with the the intel but just doing some different stuff um one thing i will go into which is great uh, is very soon um i should be doing the whole signing and stuff but um my minds has officially been employed for the first time um actually doing a, a thing through my minds as a company uh, which is a big big step um i can't say too much because i don't I, I want there to be like a proper release i don't want to talk about it but um i'm doing some work with nottingham university um some of the staff there and also with first steps charity the charity first step cd um who i've done work with before um, and we're making something um, which should be helpful for the exercising community, hopefully, um, particularly people working in it. Um, so, you know, PTs out there, coaches, sports staff. Um, so should be something for you and it's going to be free. So, um, yeah, look out for that. It should be good. Um, so, yeah, I'm, like I said, um, I'm still in a, a bit of a dodgy place, I would say. Um I'm now kind of on, I've, I've gone from being on the bad side of the, the razor's edge and I'm now kind of on the razor's edge um, or I keep cake, taking steps into the good side, but then I come back to the razor's edge. Um, this morning I um, was bad. Uh, I 
stayed in bed until like half 10, uh, which I know isn't, isn't a crazy lion, but uh, mornings for me are a really difficult time. I My morning is always, I wake up and I feel crap or I feel, you know, if I'm in a bad place, this is not always. Um, I wake up and I'll feel like, um, some stress or anxiety about you know I've got to do stuff today I've got to get this stuff done um, otherwise I won't be in time you know, even if it's something that would take me like 30 minutes I'm like oh but what if I don't get it done though George what if that 30 minute thing actually takes you 10 hours and you can't do it um, which you know sometimes it can be ridiculous um, but it comes with that anxiety and if I allow myself to succumb to it and say oh yeah I should just stay in bed because there's no way I'm going to get it done it's easier for me just to stay in bed and not do it um that's when the kind of issues start to come. And I did that this morning for a, a while. Uh, I didn't do any work until probably about 12. Um, I find I, I kind of have the, you know, through counseling and through my own, my own kind of um, exploration, I've found that just getting out of bed, going downstairs is a big step for me. So if I can just get myself in the lounge downstairs, even if I'm just watching movies or playing games on my phone or do, doing something that's not productive, not what I'm supposed to be doing, just that movement is a big step and helps me stay away from the kind of dark place. And then I can start to think about, you know, okay, I'll sit in front of my laptop, my laptop open, um, you know, these baby steps. And this is another a great tip for anyone who's struggling, anyone who's in that, that zone that I'm talking about where you don't want to do anything, that weird circle of anxiety and depression where your anxiety is telling you that you need to do stuff, you need to do stuff, otherwise people are going to hate you, you're going to fail, you're never going to be anything, you're not going to do anything, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then your depression tells you, oh, but you shouldn't do it because you're going to be shit ass anyway, you're not going to be good at it, it'll be rubbish, you'll hate it, you won't want to do it, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, little steps is a great great place um you know even if it's just sit up on your bed and and do what you're doing currently but sat up um then you can think about doing what you're doing but stood up in your room then you can think about going to the bathroom and um, brushing your teeth or you know just do little tiny baby steps to have a shower and then and then you know your plan can be i'm gonna have a shower and then i'm just gonna get back into bed but at least you did you did it you know you did something um and then, and then you can you know start to if you're doing stuff on your laptop or, you know, your thing that you're scared of doing is on your laptop, just have your laptop open, get it set up, get the thing on the screen, your laptop, and then go and watch TV, but just have it there on your screen. This is you know, these little baby steps, tiny little things. Um, they can give you that success, that like small bit of accomplishment of, I did that, um, that might help you kind of you know, get things in motion. Um, it's really, it's something that really helps me. So maybe try that out. Um, where was I? I'm, I'm reading my, my list of poorly wrote out um steps <laughs> i'm somewhat following them um so yeah yeah this morning was was difficult for me um i basically spent the whole morning playing a mobile game that i've now deleted because it was didn't bring me joy in any way isn't it weird how we do things um that don't actually make us happy the amount of times i have spent hours or like or you know however long watching videos on youtube that i'm watching them and i don't even i'm not laughing i'm not smiling i don't even enjoy it. i'm just watching them because i'm like i have to finish it now or i have to watch this now because i started watching it and what if it gets good or like i don't even know i just do stuff that i don't even enjoy um i don't know if anyone else has that uh, let me know if that's if that's just me being crazy or or what um Often I've found that the things that you think make you crazy are actually probably the most human thing. So I imagine there's a lot of people listening to that um, or whoever does listen to this, if, if there's a lot of people I don't know. If you get this far, thank you again. Um, people listening to that who are thinking, yeah, that's how I'm exactly the same. I, I do stuff all the time that I don't actually enjoy doing and I don't need to do it, but I just do it because who knows? Because I do. Um, aren't we weird, hey? Uh, so yeah, I try and stop myself doing them. That, this game was a version of that. Um, it was a game... I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to tell you the name of it because um, you shouldn't get it because it's shite. Uh, it was a game where you basically like you have like a you grow you're a kid and you grow up and you make decisions as you're growing up and you like live this kid's life out and you can do all sorts of crazy stuff. You can get like married and, and start jobs and blah blah blah. And I spent like a good hour growing this kid up to be a person and then 
like it didn't give me anything. It just I had to watch a load of adverts and and I put Shaun of the Dead on in the background whilst I was watching it. Um, Shaun of the Dead is a great film though. Not I'm not putting down Shaun of the Dead at all. You should watch Shaun of the Dead. Um, the scene where they hit the zombie on the head in time to the beat of "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen is a cinematic masterpiece <laughs> um i'm a big cinema buff big movie buff uh, i love movies so much um if you're doing anything right now um stop it immediately and instead put on Shaun of the dead and watch it because it's a great film um it is a bit gory so warning for that anyway i've gone on a massive um route and it looks like i'm about on time so i'm gonna kind of wrap it up somewhat i, I wanted to give some kind of tips um yeah, you know, like I said, I'm not in a good place at the moment. I'm I'm very much on the razor's edge. I'm this morning I was having a, a shitty day and it was probably it was I was like, I'm not gonna do the podcast. I plan to record it today and post it tomorrow. Uh, so if you listen to this, it'll be the twentieth, I imagine, or, or onwards, but it's posted on the twentieth anyway. Um I'm recording it currently on the nineteenth of January twenty twenty one. Um yeah, this morning I was like, you know what? I did write down I was gonna do it, but I'm not in a good place, I'm not gonna do it. Um, but here I am doing it because I opened my laptop and I sat in front of it and I watched Shaun of the Dead and played that shit game. And I did a load of things that were, in my mind, failures of the day. But you know what? I did some shit and I got it and I just made little baby steps and that's all you got to do and eventually you do it. And if I didn't do this, I'd be okay anyway. It's not, I'm not a bad person for not doing stuff. That's something I'm trying to teach myself. Um, My girlfriend always, or often, you know, probably always jokes that I'm either doing nothing and feeling depressed and you know just like doing nothing at all because of my anxiety and depression and just lying in bed doing nothing or i'm doing literally everything i've currently got like i've got like like basically three jobs on the go maybe four um <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm doing i'm trying to get back into doing workouts and stuff oh, that's a whole different story i hadn't done a workout for probably two months um whilst my binge eating disorder kind of flared up again um throughout all this obviously when, when my um was in such a bad place it's not obvious i guess but it might have my eating disorder tends to flare up, so I was eating a lot, um, gained a lot of weight, uh, and obviously, well, a lot of weight by my by my thought pattern. Um, so my body image issues going through the the roof, thinking I'm too overweight and fat, and I'm a bad person because of it, and you know, blah blah blah. blah. Um, you know, a, a lot of counselling in the past, uh, probably about two years, and uh, working on it myself. I've gone to the point where my my body image doesn't control me too much. Um, you know, I've just, I've got to the point where I've started to realize that people don't care as much as I think, um, which, you know, if you're listening to it, please don't think that I'm belittling the fact that you think, if you think a lot of people care or it affects you a lot, your body image, because it still affects me, don't get me wrong. Um, but I, it, when pe- people used to say to me like, oh, you know, people just don't care. Just take your top off, George. We don't care. We don't care what you look like. But it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily that. It's the fact that I care what you, well, if you'll care or not, it, it's different. It's not the same. Um, but that being said, um, you know, taking away from that that version of it, I have started started to realise that people don't care, um, and people aren't going to hate me or think I'm wrong, and I'm not wrong for for you know not looking, you're not having a six pack, um, you know, it's not, I'm not a bad person for that. So yeah, um, anyway, my tips, <laughs> I will eventually end this podcast. I've now forced myself to go over by talking about my body image, but hopefully it helps someone listening out there. So, um. Yeah, you're not alone with that if that's the case as well, especially with lockdown and all the food and all the Christmas food and blah, blah, blah. We've all, I'm sure, put on a bit of weight and um, I'm sure some of us are feeling a bit weird about that. Um, it's okay. So my tips. Um, tip one, you know, like I said, I had reached a suicidal state um, and luckily I had my parents there to somewhat force me to ring the crisis helpline and I did and I felt 
I feel so much better for doing so. Um, if you don't have someone like that, let me be that person. And I'm forcing you now. Oh, I can't force you, but you know, I'm telling you now to please seek help. If you are in a really shitty place, please, please, please. Even if you just do it for me, do it for the guy on the podcast right now, me, this voice that you're listening to please take this as a sign from whatever you believe in if it's a god if it's the universe if it's just me as a person like probably shouldn't just believe in me as a person but whatever it is please 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 take this as a sign to just get help from someone anyone ring the samaritan's helpline the Samaritan, samaritan's helpline is 116123 and they will literally speak to you whenever you want you can do it right now you can pause this podcast turn it off get rid of it delete my delete my mind's podcast do it i don't like if it means that you'll ring these people if you're struggling, then please do it. Um, you know, you take those baby steps again that we just spoke about. Just dial it, put it in your phone. You don't even have to press ring yet. You know, if it's too scary, and then you know, when you get a bit of courage, when you feel a bit better from doing something that day, then press ring and speak to him. Even if you're feeling good, then you talk about the fact that you were feeling shitty. You know, um, just talk to someone. Um, your Samaritans are great because they're confidential, and you know, you, they don't know you, you don't know them. They're just a voice on the phone. Um, you can you can mute them you can turn the volume down and just speak to them don't even listen to what they say just talk to the phone if you want to um yeah just just speak to someone um my second tip is try and be your wait sorry that's number three i can't read i can't read i didn't tell anyone this but i can't read oh that's like asmr um i didn't i didn't mean to do that sorry people who get old or i suppose not sorry if you if you enjoyed it and um, this isn't one of those podcasts though so don't expect it anymore um <laughs> oh that's weird matt i have to delete that probably won't but oh well um number two is try and cut yourself some slack um i am the biggest i'm the worst person in the world for not cutting myself some slack um you know i'd I, like you know like i said before i'm either doing everything or i'm doing nothing and and when I'm doing everything, I, d- I still think I'm doing nothing. And when I'm doing nothing, I just ad- admit that I'm doing nothing. And now I have proof of it. Um, you're not weak for not being able to do something. You're not weak for struggling to do something that other people seem to be doing fine. Uh, you're not a bad person for feeling crappy. You're not a bad person for being jealous or being annoyed with your girlfriend or someone that you're close to because they're being successful whilst you're struggling. You're not a bad person. You're a bad person. Or, well, you're you're not an. It's not a nice thing to do if you act upon that and then are aggressive towards them or or do something you know that's 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 bad or you know makes them feel bad on purpose. You're not. You're you know, maybe that's a bad that's a bad decision. And you definitely shouldn't do that. And um, but just thinking them or or struggling with that is not. You're not weak. You're not bad. You're not evil talk about it cut yourself some slack you're not you know you're going what you're going through is real and it's shit and it's horrible and i hate and i I hate that you're having to deal with it and i'm sorry that you are Um, and i hate that i'm having to deal with it too and i'm sorry that i am um but it's that it's not it's not a fake thing just because it's not physical and in front of you and because you think other people have it worse or because someone told you that it's not real they're liars and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about um it's okay to be struggling it really is um so please cut yourself some slack and go and speak to someone i don't i don't care if you're if you're six foot ten built like a brick shit house and got tattoos all over your face and and you know you feel like you shouldn't you're in this this version of yourself this definition of yourself as we i used to always talk about that you know you can't have these emotions i don't care if that's the case just please go and talk to someone i don't care if if you're the popular person who doesn't, you know, everyone thinks is having a great time. I don't care if you're rich beyond belief and you think, you know, I can't be complaining because, you know, there are people who don't have as much wealth or as many things or as many objects. Or I don't care. Please, if you are struggling, cut yourself some slack and go and speak to someone.
Number three um, sounds really, really cliche, and you're probably going to roll your eyes when you hear it, but it's be yourself. Um, and what I want to add on to that is that it's really, really, really hard to know what yourself is. People say it's one of those cliches again where um, because it's a cliche, we presume or because it's something that everyone says, we presume that we should know it and we presume that it's it's just obvious and everyone should be able to do it. And it's easy to do and we presume all this stuff, but it's not true. Knowing who you are and knowing what you want to be and what you want to do and what makes you happy, what makes you sad, how you're feeling, it's really, really hard, especially if you've gone through some kind of traumatic event in your past or gone through some kind of issue that's, that's meant that you haven't been able to develop the understanding of that. Um, you know that's something that's happened to me. And it's something I struggle with is knowing knowing how I feel, knowing what I think, knowing you know who I am. It's so hard and it really is hard and you're not a bad person if you're struggling with that. Um, but make steps towards figuring it out so that you can be yourself because that's the place you want to be. You want to just be yourself. You'd be happy in being yourself and be okay with who you are. Um, and I think the first step is figuring out who you are, um, which can come through these conversations. You know, step one, go seek help, find someone, speak to someone, speak to a counselor, speak to your friends, speak to yourself, journal, write, write stuff down. Um, you know, <laughs> I think my friends are all getting sick of me telling them to write stuff down, but because it tends to be my go-to response, but it's so useful. Just putting something on paper so it's physical, it's no longer your thoughts, it's now a thing on a piece of paper that you can read and analyze and think about helps me a lot and it might help you. Um, tr- figure out who yourself is and then just, just be that person. I don't care what your best mate from 10 years ago thinks of this new version of you, this real you. If they don't like it, then they can like, I'm not going to say what they can do, but they can they can do that. Um, you're wonderful how you are. So, yeah, my three tips are seek help, no matter who you are. Um, try and cut yourself some slack. You're not weak for being for struggling or being you know someone who struggles with these things. You're not you're not a bad. It's not bad. You're not weak. You're not whatever. So cut yourself some slack. And three is be yourself. Um, and understand that that's really hard to do, and it's okay if you're struggling to do it because I am too. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, please let me know if you think this was helpful or interesting or whatever. Um, I won't do one again if, if everyone hates it. <laughs> um, but I actually quite enjoyed it, so maybe I will. Um, who knows? Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, especially if you got all this way through, because that's crazy. But even if you only listen to the 30 seconds, it's still um, nice of you to click the button. So but although you probably won't have listened to this if that's the case but even still i'm sending these good vibes to you via the podcast that you haven't listened to okay <laughs> um thank you my minds hopefully i'm back now um and yeah uh take care of yourselves bye thank you so much for listening to that episode here at Maya Minds, we're trying to raise awareness for all the things that we speak about in this podcast. So please, if you can, give it a share. Each and every one of you has the potential to help us with that. Also, if you want to check out MayaMinds.com, please do. You can see all our social media things on there. And we'd love to have you contributing more as a part of our community. Thank you.